and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z. From Earth to Namek to Sadala, we cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm Android 15 Doug. Man, you're just going to try throwing me off from here on, aren't you? If that's how easy it is to do, then yeah. We're the Dream Team, the Dastardly Duo, here every other week to talk your ear off about fights, goofs, and everything else in the Dragon Ball Cosmos and not be thrown off by the weird intros from Doug. Doug, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. What's uh, what's new? What you been up to the past couple of weeks? Uh, well, my ankle is feeling a lot better. I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I had twisted it. Just on my way home, just trying to cut this through grass, and then a little divot was there and really messed up my ankle pretty dang bad. But uh, luckily, it's all good now. I feel brand new. Didn't have to see a doctor or anything. Didn't waste my money. Or Not in this American medical system. Not in this American. Yeah. Oh, 100 bucks uh, to put some ice on it. Thanks. That's yeah. just what I needed to hear. Yeah, because uh, we had re- planned to record, and then you had texted me like, I can't do it. I'm in pain. I broke my, <laughs> yeah. my legs like, all oh, broke. No. I, you're like, oh, no. I'm like, no, don't worry. Not emotional. Just physical. I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad How to hear you, that. How about you, though, man? I'm How doing, you doing. I'm doing good. I found out I have mega sleep apnea, which is not a doctor thing, but it's. <laughs> I've decided that that's what I have now. Because when you told me, I thought that was an actual term. Like, yeah, mega apnea. I'm like, oh well, I've definitely got that mega apnea as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I just had a sleep study done here at home, and then uh, they're like, yeah, uh, you want to be. Um, you know, between like zero and like, God, what was it? Like nine. On the scale from like zero to like 30 or whatever. And you're like 35. <laughs> yeah, it's like 32.5. So I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> mega severe. I'm just going to say that I have mega sleep apnea. But yeah, at least you're on the right track to getting that fixed. So I, I need to just jump on that too because I'm not getting any good sleep. Yeah, uh, I I love sleep, but like I always wake up and I'm still super tired and like I take naps on the weekend all the time. So I'm like, oh, I thought that's just how life is. Right. You're just you're just tired. But apparently, no, people get good night rest sometimes. And yeah, they feel I, good. I thought it was just, yeah, I'm in my 30s. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's just what happens. <laughs> that was me at like 13 years old. I'm like, yeah, I'm just tired. This sucks being old. Well, I didn't start, like, <laughs> snoring hardcore until, like, ten years ago when I got fat, so <laughs> I was just that, like... That happens. I've been snoring my whole life. Yeah. Well, it's relatively new, I guess. Yeah, relatively would be the right word. Every time I had, to, I had to spend the night at someone's house, or, like, we had to, like, share a room with a friend or whatever, and, like, just... I, I'm like, I warn them, like, I snore pretty badly from what I hear. They're like, they're always, nah, it's all right. No, it's, it's, it's fine. I have a... A friend or an ex-boyfriend, girlfriend who used to snore too. I'm like, all right. Cut to the next morning. They're like, that was the worst snoring I've ever heard in my entire life, Doug. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> like I told you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's rough. Uh, especially, yeah. yeah, if you had to sleep with me, it'd be bad time. So I'll get a face hugger mask thing and uh, I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's mostly been what's up with me. I mean, I'm still playing Persona 4, still watching uh, OG Dragon Ball. I just, I'm um, in the middle, well, not middle, tail end here of the Uranai Baba stuff, so. Nice, all the good stuff. Oh, yeah. Grandpa Gohan is there, and it's about to get real emotional next episode, yeah. and I'll probably cry in the morning over my coffee. Some so. beautiful tears. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and then we're watching the finale of Loki after this, just the date the episode. Where, yeah. Where, uh, gonna get to see what's, what's gonna happen. I'm, I'm kind of excited. Oh, I'm Loki excited. So let's finish this freaking episode so we can get there. <laughs> That's true. So All right, cool. It. We'll get to it. Uh, so this episode, we've been doing the movies. Obviously, next one in the order 
Is this Dragon Ball Z movie number seven? I believe the English title is just Super Android 13. That's uh, right. Okay. Uh, the Japanese title, which these are always great. This one actually is, you know, it kind of describes It makes somewhat it. sense. Yeah. yeah. It is Extreme Battle, double exclamation point. The three great super science. So. That's right, because that, during this time, it's like a new thing where there's like, there's three whole super saiyans and they make a big deal out of it. Yeah. It's just in retrospect for us, knowing what happens in the whole story, we're like, that's a big deal, I guess. Right. Three. I mean, that's it. That's all you guys got. <laughs> yeah, Gohan's right there. We know <laughs> Gohan will eventually be able to do it. Uh, yeah. Like, speak, speaking of, when did this movie air? Like, around what episode? Yeah, so this movie came out after, well, it came out July 11th, 1992, which is after episode 147. Uh, Vegeta and Trunks are currently in the Room of Spirit and Time, and Piccolo is going to fight 17. So Gohan has oh. not yet transformed. So Interesting. it's still just the three. So I guess there was a reason that they didn't like have him included in that. But I mean, I guess they could have waited a few more months. Oh, they can't <laughs> wait. They, had. they can't oh, wait. wait. Well, but where, where where was the manga? Uh, that is also a good uh, question that I don't have an answer off the bat from. So, oh, but I guess regardless, they wouldn't want to spoil the anime with showing him as Super Saiyan firstly in the movie. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I suppose they probably want to save that for seeing it on the television. Get you get all those sweet ad dollars yeah. from you watching commercials. It wasn't the- even in their mind though, as they're animating this, they don't know that it's anywhere near. Gohan becoming a Super Saiyan. Right. I mean, obviously the manga is further ahead and, and his transformation isn't that far off at this point. So, like, it yeah. could have been by that time. But still, we don't know how long it takes to animate all this and storyboard it, let alone all that kind of stuff. So, right. I didn't mean, the, even think Gohan had the potential. The previous movie came out in March. This one came out in July. So, it can't be too long. I mean, obviously, they probably have different animators yeah. and different teams working on it. I mean working this at is the same time. This is a different director. Last couple have been Daisuke Nishio and this time we have Kazuhito Kikuchi. Uh he was an episode director for Z and GT. He's also done a ton of storyboards for different things, but this is the only movie he did of I was gonna say that's a, that's a familiar name, but is that just he has the same last <laughs> or first name as Kikuchi? Correct. Yeah, it's just the same gotcha. same last name. I don't believe there's any relation, but uh no. I wrote up this outline two seconds before we recorded, so I don't have <laughs> all of the information. Let's just say they're twins, then. If you don't know, then let's just, let's just okay, say right yes. here. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's wrong. <laughs> Somebody's going to miss that on their drive to work, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, and later we'll make a joke. About I heard, like, oh, like wow. They're going to think, think back. Like, three years ago, I heard this podcast of these two guys saying that they're twins. Yeah, I don't want to be the originator. <laughs> I don't want to be patient zero for it's that too misinformation. Late now, man. They're twins, and... Dragon Ball AF is real. <laughs> Good lord. All right. So, hey man, this movie, we've got androids, obviously, because they're the new hot thing. Robots are cool. Terminator is... Yeah. Botched. I mean, like, even the intro was cool to see a redrawn scene of 17 killing Jiro. It's very, like, brutal. Like, it's... Like, it's 17 doesn't have any words. It's just Yeah. Murder. It's just, like, a dark scene, too. Like, no other characters are there, like, in the original anime and manga version like it's just them too it seems like oh no 18's there too yeah but, just um drinking in the carnage it's very bleak and awesome and because it's a movie it's drawn super well shaded it's, well it's drawn super well we got some blood or i guess coolant i don't know whatever you want to be at the time <laughs> that's true that's true hey by the way this movie this movie entirely is amazing like we we 
ripped on movie six how horrible that looked this one ah this one's beautiful like it has it doesn't have the same charm i still think movie five with the first cooler movie Mm -hmm. is like top tier but this is you know this is good too yeah i was really impressed like i was worried that it was going to be the similar thing with movie six where i remember it looking good but i only remember the good shots me too yeah but no i think it delivered on that and um and there are some good shots in here too oh so many (laughs) Uh, after our you know brief thing of setting up like oh hey you know who Doctor Ghetto is and we've got seventeen and eighteen um, and that but can I say that showing them in the seventeen and Jero scene again in the beginning had my teenage mind when I first saw it as a teenager like twenty some years ago mm-hmm. so confused I'm like okay so then how does this fit in our Dragon Ball Z timeline because this is the first movie I think I've ever seen besides like Tree of Might the first three but like this is the first movie I ever like physically bought on DVD and I was just like okay how does this fit in the timeline back when I thought that was you know common practice but it's not it mm. just doesn't matter where this belongs you know I could have swore in our previous episode you said that was the first time to- like the previous movie was the first one you bought so what's no, the 100% truth not. man the, 100% you, you misheard me then because this is definitely I, we, we were talking about how excited I was to watch this movie because this is the first movie I've ever bought oh okay alright yeah now it all Listen, makes I sense I remember it clear as day me walking down Toys R Us with my mom like mom that's Broly on the cover it's actually Android 13 but I thought he has <laughs> Super Saiyan hair so I'm like that's gotta be Broly there's no internet back then not not good enough to you know prove me wrong so I'm like that's gotta be him in some early form mom I need this legendary Super Saiyan it says Android 13 but I, I'm convinced <laughs> Broly like, fights. All right, calm, calm down. Jesus, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Broly fights. I'll buy it for you. 13, maybe. I don't know. You just got to try and, you know. <laughs> I don't see him in the boxing wear, but it's got to be like the predecessor. I don't know anything about this movie. All I know is, is little clips that I've downloaded from torrenting sites. Man. Yeah. Back in the day, it was hard to get straight information and also just like, just it was look stuff an, up. In adventure, though, it was like, whoa, this is, this is like new. This is cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, I my dad was a nerd, so we had, you know, uh, dial up Internet. So I was yeah getting clips of stuff and I was just looking up all sorts of things like I already knew and like, oh, I know the androids are going to show up and they're from the Red Ribbon arc or like, oh, what's that? I don't know. I never watched Dragon Ball because it was (laughs) 2000 and that wasn't an available thing to me. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought because of this and like I thought in OG Dragon Ball early on, I thought there was more they played more a role. Right. During the Red Ribbon arc, but nah, not at all. Yeah, zero. No. Uh, yeah, hot shot, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up is, uh, after that intro and stuff, it's clear that Ghetto is here, 17 and 18 are here. But then the movie goes on without ever mentioning what happened to 17 and 18. That's what I was talking about when I'm saying, like, I have no idea where this fits in the timeline. Because after that, everyone's just all happy-go-lucky, and they're, like, shopping in the mall. I'm like, okay, are... The android's gone, but then I mean, Cell isn't there. Like that's how it just doesn't fit at all. Yeah, the the main timeline. Trunks has come back from the future, so we know that like he's at least it's after nineteen and twenty. Yeah. So don't and then yeah, because Vegeta is also a Super Saiyan. So yeah, it's, it's after he comes back. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, did you guys win? And now you're just like chilling. And also like. Krillin is still looking for a wife. It's like, but yeah, so I mean, you, you can always put this during the 10 day break period, but I don't know. Yeah, it's well, if it's 10 days, then Gohan would be older than he is here and be and a Super Saiyan. Right. So I guess it's just before Cell shows up. Like, it's weird it's and convoluted. No. It's just yeah, maybe in this timeline, there's no Cell. And they've already taken taken care of, or the Andrews are just somewhere else right now, wrecking <laughs> havoc or, or chilling, you know? They're friends now. They're like, oh, we talked him out of it. And they're like, all right, cool. Yeah. 
the TVA hasn't intervened in this uh, <laughs> timeline yet. Man, I love your references. It's so good. <laughs> oh, so timely. Timely. Get but it? Yeah, so we get the androids like uh, walking through the city, like just going through buildings. They don't care. They're just going directly towards Goku once they've awoken. And Goku and the gang are like shopping. Well, she, uh, Goku, Chi-Chi, and Gohan are out shopping. Meanwhile, Roshi... Uh... <laughs> My brain was just like Roshi pork chop and uh, tr- <laughs> like, he has a name and it's Oolong. That's his new nickname, pork chop. <laughs> Roshi Oolong. Even, I, that's still kind of a pun, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Roshi Oolong, Krillin, and uh, Trunks, trunks. Are, are lined up for a a beauty pageant. Yeah, uh, Miss Beautiful Under the Heavens. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Tenkaichi Beautiful Women. It's yeah. There's just a long name for they so they can sit. Right up front and see all the peachy, peachy gals. But, of course, Krillin wants to go in early because, hey, maybe we could catch them changing. And we could, and like, yeah, oh, he right. Yeah, he's straight up like a like a, a peeping time. Like, let's just, let's go in there and catch them while they're undressing. I'm like, whoa, Krillin. I mean, I guess this makes sense. Yeah. With this character. But I, I guess we should just establish that I had, last time I saw this movie was dubbed. This is back when I was like a dub only fan. So that's the last time I saw it, and in the dub, he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm not here for those dirty reasons. I, I wanna, I'm here to find a potential uh, girlfriend or bride or whatever, you know." Mm. So that's a contrast hearing Krillin say, "No, let's just check out some naked ladies without their consent." Right, was very off-putting. I mean, problematic is a way that we could put it, but like, yeah, at least it is kind of in character when you think back to Dragon Ball, where he was, you know, a pervert supplying Roshi with porn, so that way he could yeah. get trained by him, and yeah, you know, all of those Not just things. his actions, but totally understanding right. <laughs> with his character. It's in character. It's just not right. <laughs> a lot of that is throughout this entire fucking series. Sometimes it's just including like Goku, like watching Chi Chi going through clothes, like oh man, women do love shopping. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, Goku. I and there's mean, no quip to it. It's just that. That's the joke. It's yep. like, women love shopping. But um, Tish, sexism. A.A. <laughs> so that's what that is. Uh, so then you're oh, right. Then we, we learned, we, we we theorized that canonically, canonically, this is where Chi-Chi bought Goku's suit in the next movie yeah. for the school interview. Right. That's a, that's a good one. I like that, that this is laying the groundwork <laughs> for the Broly movie. See, that's what it was. This is yep. the prequel to it. You Continuity, were right. Continuity, man. It's beautiful. You should have known. You should have. You should get an award for that. <laughs> Young Doug knew exactly where this was going. I watched this movie too much, man. This is like I said. This is the first and only DVD that started my entire collection. Wow. This, this is the first Dragon Ball thing I've, I ever bought ever. So, well, that my mom bought <laughs> upon my request. But yes, yeah, that's fine. I mean, we're all children. We didn't. We all didn't have our own money. That's fine. I remember it was. It was that and like a model kit of Goku. But I didn't understand what model kits were. I was a very stupid kid. I'm still a stupid adult. <laughs> but as a kid, like I'm like, a model kit? What is that? So I, I opened the box expecting a full figure. I'm like, no, it's like little pieces of things I got to assemble myself. I'm like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to assemble it while watching this movie, and it's just not going well. I think I finally did it. I'm like, oh, I finally finished it. And it looks like ass. <laughs> I don't want this thing. <laughs> to be fair, they sell model kits and stuff here in the U.S., and I don't even think they change any of the packaging. It's still just all in Japanese, so you'd be like... All in Japanese, I yeah. think it's just a figure, so yeah, but... It might have been that way, too. Uh, yeah, if I remember, I don't know. I kind of wish I kept it now, but at the time... Even at the time, I was like, yeah, this doesn't look good. You should, you know, plumb your memory, figure out what it was, and then go try and track down uh, that model kit and then build I, it I and put it with your... I, pro- I probably could if I looked hard enough. I could find what it was. Add it to your collection be like, here's where it, it all I started. Think, I think because 
might have been one that um came with a, a, a Super Saiyan head plate, so you could swap. Not, ah. not even take the not even take the hair off and put a new hair on it. It'd be another like huge Goku Super Saiyan head that you put on top of his regular head, and so it looked all funky. I always wanted those. I always coveted those. I'd look on eBay and stuff when I was like thirteen. I think at the time. It, that was like the highest quality we could get, but at the time I still was like, "This looks horrible." Yeah, um, I had high standards as a fucking kid, so yeah. <laughs> that continues. I mean, consistency. You know, you're yeah, still exactly. in character. Um, <laughs> so after shopping, they decide to all get some food, and then 14 and 15 show up, and they're like, "Nope, Goku's here. We gotta kill that a hole." And then they fight in the city. I wonder if anyone out there, if you if you quickly ask them, like, to answer within 10 seconds or five seconds, like, okay, which one's 14 which one's 15 they couldn't they couldn't they, they don't ever name, name them by by numbers in this movie do they uh i believe they just are collectively called 14 and 15 we're not given right exactly so it's like who's who I, I'm, I'm thinking in the guidebooks i'm pretty sure it's like the tiny one is 14 and the bigger one is 15 uh we'll get to it because that's actually a trivia question <laughs> nice well i got it right <laughs> well we'll have to see <laughs> just cut that part out and put it at the end what the trivia question is just me answering it and it's perfect bloop bloop editing <laughs> don't do that <laughs> i'm not gonna because that would be it's too much work for you work exactly, exactly. You know what's up. Mm-hmm. uh so they're fighting in the city causing i think more destruction than needed like i think oh my god brought so up much like, so that you're like yeah <laughs> Trunks, you stop dodging these blasts and let them hit buildings. Smack them away into the sky. Come on. Goku, I kind of, I kind of understand because he's never about saving. And I mean, I, he does. In this movie, he's all about like, you hurt people and that's not yeah. right. I won't forgive you. Like, that's okay. I guess but that's Trunks Goku. is like purposefully like the Superman type. Like I, his, yeah. his character is like the my future. I have to bleak. save people. Yeah. Like that. that's awesome about that's what's awesome. That's what I love about him is that he's that way. Mm-hmm. It contrasts Goku in a, in a great way. Like he is the like, no, I gotta protect the world kind of thing. And but no, he's still just like he's communicating with the androids. Stop doing this in the city as he's dodging blast that hits a building right behind him and causes devastation. Yeah, man, the guy's just being irresponsible. Is what I would say. Yeah, but that's just fun scenery damage. So right. Well, at least I think he is the one that's like, why don't we go up north where there's no people? Yeah, yeah. I prefer the the city though than the typical ice we always get but whatever that's yeah i guess that's fair i mean it's more interesting i guess because it doesn't happen too often like it's like this and like battle of gods yeah yeah so then we had super north where it's you know (laughs) fucking ice desert and snow (laughs) and all this is basically back where movie two is going on where it's just yeah you know that's just it is what it is it's just white and empty desolate area with snow uh, but now a challenger has appeared because a new android, a new artificial human has awoken and is mm-hmm. heading to the battlefield. And the fight's barely started before he shows up and he's got a hat on and uh, it's 13. So this, this is interesting because I watched it dubbed when yeah. I like from my memory, but you didn't. So to me, the redneckiness of this character is just kind of ingrained in my memory of this character. Like it makes sense. But to you, to hear like a red a redneck comment was kind of like why, like because he has a trucker hat kind of thing, right? Right. Um, I think the biggest confusion to me ever that uh, ever happened was because I had originally seen this movie in in Japanese before I had seen the dub, mm-hmm. uh, so I was not in the know of that. And I think I was probably playing like, geez, Badokai Tenkaichi two or three with my cousin, and um, mm-hmm. if we played at my house, it was in Japanese, but if we played at his house, he had it set to English, <laughs> right. and 
so one of us must have chose 13. I'm like, what the fuck is this what choice is this that's voice? happening? Yeah, because in the Japanese version, he's a boring, straight villain, yeah. villain uh, which is I, what I have to say off the bat is that the dub, interestingly enough, I enjoyed this dub. This is a good dub of this movie. I think script wise, it's a little iffy, but I mean the um no, I mean no, not script wise. Script wise is what I actually like about it, mm-hmm. like the uh, choices they made. We went back and we watched a couple of scenes to to for you to relive memories and for me to have some more exposure to this. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm gonna say that the <sighs> you hate to say it, don't you? It's it's so, it's so <laughs> you hard can say to it's say. okay, it's okay. Oh god, uh, <laughs> gotta I, give credit where credit is due, man. Uh, Ugh, it's me swallowing, <laughs> gulping. It's it's kind of it's more entertaining. It's kind of it is more entertaining, fun. isn't it? it? It's it's interesting. It, if it flows a little more naturally, yeah. I mean, people. The I voice feel actors like, are still not great, so like it's their deliveries are not amazing. They're having Except fun. They're having fun exactly, and the character it makes super. It makes Android thirteen a little more of an interesting character as opposed to a blank slate. He actually has his like characteristic of a rednecky and the way he speaks. He's not talking about like segregation and war and how humans suck because of all that. Yeah, that was a wild speech. I'm like, I'm happy yeah. that that's in there because it's like that's true. But also, like, where did this come from? The deli- I don't know who the voice actor is for that, but the, the the delivery for that was pretty fucking awesome. He's like, don't talk to me about free will, boy, with what your if- with your thirty dollar haircut. <laughs> Goku dies. I, like it's so memorable to me. I don't remember the name of the actor, but anytime I hear his voice, all I can think of is the first role that i heard him in which i believe was like the dad detective from case closed <laughs> that, oh really yeah so i'm like oh okay all nice. right it's that guy i don't remember his name but yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> so now the fights still hasn't started in earnest because of course we have all have to fight uh in our base forms uh goku right gets cornered right. and vegeta is hiding in the ice or something to like <laughs> yeah. dramatic that's where he, med- that's where he meditates he meditates under the ice you know that's that's he a enjoyed it so move. much in the room of spirit and time. He's like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, but I feel like he delivers the exact same lines as he did in movie six of like, I didn't do this it's to save so, you. You're yeah. mine to defeat. And I'm like, ah, okay. Watching man. the movies back to back. That gets so, so tiresome. Just like, yeah, we get it. You had brought up that uh, you feel like it's these movies because they're so bite-sized and easy to like just pop in and watch. Yeah, that- I feel like a lot of fans, like they grasp what a character is just by watching these movies again. And that like shapes what they think this character is. So Fujita's the guy that just says on the Prince of All Saiyans all the times and every time he gets and then Krillin just the weakling that's comedy purposes. But I don't know. What do you think? I would agree. I mean, I don't know how often people watch these movies because I feel like the casual fan might have just watched whatever is on television and the movies. I know they show on Toonami once in a while, but I don't think it was yeah. that I mean, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it too because like I remember the video games influencing a lot of my knowledge of the show too because... I play Budokai 1 all the time, and they mm. did pretty much a condensed story version to the point where sometimes I'm like, didn't this line be delivered this way? Like, they said this. Oh, no, that was in the Budokai game. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. I actually was- like in Budokai 1 when Gohan kills Cell. Um, at Cell's dying words are like, no, this can't be. I'm perfect. I thought that was a good line to deliver, uh, but in the yeah. OG, I don't think he says anything, really. He's just like, no. Yeah. But just- it'd be like such such good irony to be like him dying and... While saying, no, but I'm perfect, you know? Right, just in total denial, because, you know, that's what he is. He's perfect. He can't lose. Exactly, exactly. Like, even even to the death, he's in denial. He's like, no, this can't be. Uh, so, after <laughs> finally, like, deciding, well, hey, maybe we should change things up. Vegeta, I think, gets frustrated first, and he's like, 
oh, now it's my turn, you piece of crap, and <laughs> transforms. But yeah, it makes more sense because he's only battling for like a minute as opposed to Goku and Trunks who've been battling for like half an hour. Hell yeah. Trunks also transforms and then Goku gets his in and Krillin Ooh. is just, finally, the great, the three great super Saiyans are here. Like, the prophecy yeah, you say, you, is you true. You said like, it's like a, like a prophecy. Like, he says it like it's a prophecy. Like, oh my god, I've heard about it in Legends. <laughs> yeah, there'll be three and they will save us from Robo Trucker. <laughs> and problematic stereotypes. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's a product of its time where um, Super Saiyans are new. And to see all yeah. three was a, was a really cool to, to see. Right. It's, there's more than one, which is, you know, we were told there's only going to be one. So now we've got yeah. three. Isn't that wild? It'd be weird if you said it like in Battle of the Gods. Like, oh, my God, there's three Super Saiyans. <laughs> like, I make it a big deal out of this. Right. But it makes sense why there's a big deal and why the t- the movie title is that. Right. Because yeah. it's all fresh. It makes sense. You know, it's finally, I don't think at any point in that, you know, artificial human Era. arc, did we ever get to see all three of them together doing something? You know? Actually, that's true, right? I was thinking of them fighting... 17 and 18 but no goku's not there yeah goku's not there when fighting uh 19 and 20 goku and vegeta are there but trunks didn't arrive yet because goku doesn't fight until cell (laughs) right like well goku fights uh 19 but then he loses because of the heart virus and then vegeta has to take over but yeah yeah yeah, so they're not all three there together. So this is kind of our first, like, hey, ah, look. You know, now that we, like, lay it out that way, that does make this a special moment. Yeah, it's a big deal. And then I can see yeah. why they would use that to sell, you know, you know, wanting to you to go to see this. Why isn't that obvious to us, though? Like, that we had to, we had to lay it out. Or, I mean, I don't know if it's obvious to you, but for me, I was like, <laughs> yeah, why did I have to lay it out? I mean... Because then now I appreciate that title more now, because that is... We're coming back to this so deep into we're the so franchise. We're so saturated... And- it's been yeah. 20 years. We're so saturated with seeing the Super Saiyans everywhere that maybe it doesn't make it that special to us. But yeah, in, like, yeah. If, if at we least I understood in, in retrospect that it does. Yeah, if we were in Japan 1992, we'd be like, oh, hell yeah, all three of them in one movie? Oh, shit, I gotta see that. Yeah. I think I, I was saturated even then because I uh, when it came out in America because I've seen them in AMVs. Every right. single AMV had those scenes in it, so. <laughs> Hell yeah. So it's cool to see them all fight. I mean, Vegeta and Trunks kind of finish their fights relatively cl- relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, in to, cool fashion, too. Very cool. I mean, there, I specifically Trunks is of just like, you know, doing the slice landing, uh, you know, powering down. And then him just like running back at him for splitting in half and exploding. Yeah. And then the I was like, samurai thing, which is like puts away yep. his sword. Yeah, it's so I, great. I, I forgot about, besides the splitting in half and exploding, that he still just sits there and the shot sits there until like the torso falls in front of the camera. I'm like, oh, yeah. damn, that's still so yeah. much cooler than I remember. Yeah, there's so many good shots in this, like that, like composition wise. I, I It's hard to remember, but like I remember catching myself a lot while watching it, like, wow, that's a really interesting shot. That's not a boring, mm-hmm. you know, one on one character shot. It's like, it's done so well. This this director, whoever storyboarded it, like had a vision, man, and it's great. Well, like I said, the the director here did a lot of storyboard work before this, so he's kind of like very good at this visual storytelling, which makes sense why you'd yeah. have this person be a director. I mean, that's what they eventually did with um, uh, what's his face? Uh, shit, guy, Luffy. No, no, <laughs> speed, speed racer. I don't know what you're talking Tadayoshi about. Tadayoshi Yamamoto. There it is. <laughs> That's my next guess. Uh, where then, you know, he was doing character designs and, and all of the other fun stuff for the TV show. And then, of course, Resurrection F. They're like, yeah, you're going to direct a movie. You've never done this before, but here you go. Right. So, I mean, you know, kind of makes sense as a, as a step up to things. Um, right, right. 
so now that those two are, are that 14 and 15 are done well 13's got a new trick up his sleeve and that is to <laughs> wait up. before we leave <laughs> 14 and 15 yeah can i ask the audience if they remember this the scary movie scene uh, oh god fine the, the parody scene the the scary movie too uh you know the movies in america are called scary movie Mm-hmm. There's a scene where uh, Ray is being attacked by a clown under his bed, and as he's, it, it, switcher, it does a little switcheroo where then Ray end, ends up wanting to fuck the clown, for lack of a better word. <laughs> and the clown's like, wait, no, I, I, I don't want this. The clown like reaches out of the bed, tries to escape, and then Ray pulls him back with, God, can I even say this? With his dick. <laughs> it's like a long, elastic dick comes out of the bed, wraps around the clown's neck, and then yanks him back inside the bed i bring that up because every time i see 15's uh hair his little ponytail it wraps around 14's <laughs> neck in a scene and like 14 has to like grab it and throw it off of him when i see that i think of that scene every time i think of a dick every time i'm sorry i just think <laughs> of that scene does anyone else remember that scene because Rand- randy didn't so i was like explaining dick for a while and he didn't understand he was just enjoying it but i don't Do know do you feel good about yourself? Do you feel happy I that you feel good about myself? That that is <laughs> my memory is shit. But when it comes to stuff like that, I'm gonna remember that elastic dick though. It's clear as day, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, like when when we saw, when you showed me the scene again, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I do kind of remember that. Yeah, I, okay. My brain was like, <laughs> no, you don't. Seen it, you've only seen it on TV, so you've only seen the edited version of that scary movie. So it's <laughs> they wouldn't right. show that, obviously. Uh, I think I rented it once so that I could see it unedited. So I, and that scene didn't didn't stick with your mind forever. That didn't like scar you. <laughs> yes, not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, if I'm gonna die, that's how I want to die. That's um, how you want to die. Absolutely. I never looked under my bed ever again after that. I always <laughs> I, I do. I'm like choke I me. Always do. Choke One me, day, Ray. Please, as as Gohan would say in the dub, Daddy, please. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, so thirteen. He's getting an upgrade. <laughs> New yeah, GPU. Yeah, yeah. He's got a new AIO cooler. More, more RAM. More RAM. Oh baby, he's got 10 gig Ethernet. You, he's here to rock your fucking world, and he turns blue. <laughs> he turns got, blue and he gets saying hair. It's got that RGB going on. I mean, he's got no green, but he's got the blue. He's got the red. So yeah, yeah. what you were what you were saying, and I agree with. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel like an upgrade. It just feels like a new character completely. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a natural evolution to 13, I feel. But Not then you had brought up, all. like, well, you know, the small guy, he was purple. And then the big guy was big. So now he's big and blue. I'm like, so it's kind of a fusion of the three if you want yeah, to. Yeah, so I guess I see it. I don't understand why the hair has to spike up. I guess I do. Super science. We have right. to have something similar to that. Hey, hair standing it got up. me to buy the freaking movie just from looking at the cover. Like, that's got to be Broly. Let's do it. <laughs> Why are we designing this character this way? So that we, so that small, confused children will think he's somebody else <laughs> that we haven't invented yet. No, but it'll it'll happen, and they'll be hyped. Uh, so he gets very brutal, beating st- people up. Uh, Goku doesn't have a shirt anymore. That's how you know shit's about to go down. Yep. Uh, Trunks and Vegeta are trying their best. I mean, Trunks has uh, some sick lines. Yeah, it's be- beautiful, actually. Like, it's, I would say it's beautiful. The, you're talking about them like the I'm from he the from the future 20 years from now and 20 years and from now you don't exist because yeah. some Goku defeats you today yeah something like that it's like you don't exist so that that must mean that Goku defeats you today so and then he get gets fucked. the sword broken and his face blasted out so yeah which is awesome it's like how uh, 
visceral it, it all oh, is. Oh, yeah. I mean, he breaks Vegeta's back and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. Bruce uh, Wayne, uh, Bane <laughs> style. <laughs> yeah. While the whole time Goku is, is gathering Genki for his Genki Dama to defeat the big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's finally huge and he's ready to go for it. But for whatever reason, Goku transforms into a Super Saiyan before throwing it. And now Krillin, who apparently knows all things in the cosmos, <laughs> is like, Goku, you can't do that because your your heart needs to be calm. And be, now as yeah, a Super Saiyan, calm. it's full of rage. <laughs> I was like thinking like, oh, maybe he learned that from King Kai. No, wait, he was the one that didn't see ever meet King Kai. Yep. It was Tenshin on Yamcha and Piccolo Chaozu, but... Oh yeah, Piccolo was in this too. We, for, we didn't mention oh, yeah. him. Piccolo he came to save and, Gohan's butt once, you know, and inconsequential. He lends a hand. Yeah, yeah, he does as much effort as uh, Vegeta and Trunks in this. Really, Krillin it's also. Nice, it's nice to see him though. Yeah, Krillin in this movie twice has to remind Gohan that he is a, a wiener and can't do shit, and he is in the same league as Krillin. <laughs> yeah, which is funny guess, to me. Like I think I mentioned it last movie is that Vegeta replaces Piccolo, and it's super apparent in this movie how that is like piccolo has no he doesn't even need to be here he's playing second fiddle for sure exactly yeah like i love him and i, I like seeing him here but he is playing second fiddle as the genki dama is dissipating goku instead decides to absorb all of that energy and he becomes just a quite literally a big old ball of rage <laughs> yeah just yeah golden that energy face. ball oh just like that terrifying like yeah. face of... you see like the gums in his teeth i think yeah and it's, uh, he obliterates a fucking glacier <laughs> in yeah. rage. Yeah. Uh, before Le- 13. Leaving just enough for him to stand on, for 13 to stand on. Exactly. It's very dramatic. I mean, very, mm-hmm. yeah, very cinematic, which makes sense. Uh, 13 jumps into the fray, but of course, when he tries to punch Goku, his arms start to dissolve just from the pure energy output before. Which looks really cool. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a sick effect before then Goku just gives him one punch to the stomach and throws him up into the air before 13 just explodes, and that's the, <laughs> the end of that. The toy punch. The toy punch. Watch out, it'll be it'll be back. It's so un... Like, un... What's the word I'm looking for? Unimagined? Not imag- unimaginative, but... Yeah. Unsatisfying. I mean, unsatisfying, unimaginative, anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, he's got all that key. He should have exploded into some huge blast. Like, I don't know, give me a Kamehameha that fills the fucking screen. Yeah, I don't know, something. I mean, I'm not a writer, so I don't know, but I'm just saying it doesn't... We could have done better. Yeah, we could have done better. Uh, So now everybody's recovering in the hospital, except for Piccolo and Vegeta, who have the ability to fly, decided that they are just going to ride on an iceberg. Well, they're probably just, like, chilling, just, like, licking their wounds, you know? I guess, but, like... Yeah, why are they on an icicle together? Like, they wouldn't do that by choice. They want to be like separated due to pride right it's such a strange ending to a film hey it it was worth it for the dub line with the fish (laughs) is it over yet not until the fish jumps (laughs) oh when i saw that as a kid i was like that's what's hilarious (laughs) it's funny to me who's seen it a fuck ton of times in japanese and then to get to that like haha it's like they've seen this a bunch they're like it's kind of funny that it ends on the fish jumps so we should make a joke about it Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's because they don't say anything, right, in the Japanese version. No, it's just silence. Does Gohan even ask about them, like at the yeah. end of the dub? Krillin is like, "I wonder what happened to Vegeta and Piccolo," and then it's just oh, them, okay. like, on the iceberg. So it's just, eh, all right. It would be funny if, like, we just learned that they couldn't fly at that moment because they're so tired they just couldn't <laughs> yeah. fly. Could be Vegeta's that. back is broken, so he can't fly, and Piccolo, whatever reason. Yeah, I think doesn't Piccolo use? He does not use Bukujutsu like everybody else. He's got a specific type of flying that I feel is like it is really? not key related. Yeah, I want to news say it's to me. Demon weird. flying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some sort of demon snail flying. Right. 
Um, so tell me, man, how do you feel about the movie in general? Uh, I enjoyed it, if anything, just for the animation of it. It is fucking awesome. And the action is pretty cool, too. Yeah. I would say the action's really great. Animation's good. Um, it also has that same problem. I know that, um, I believe it was uh, John Rogers brought up for movie six that uh, if you don't like action, the movie is kind of bland because 12 minutes in, the fight starts and it doesn't end and that's that's just the film. This that's movie, the movie yeah. is the same. 12 minutes in, fighting starts. So it's... Yeah, but at least with this one, it's it's three characters that they're fighting against as opposed to one cooler... Well, a mil- sorry, a, mi- a billion coolers right. <laughs> that are the same character. You know, this at least has, like I said last time, they should have had minions in the last one, and this one they did. So Yeah. And we also have some chill time right up front of everybody just, like, you know, shopping and stuff versus in the previous movie where it was, oh, we got to set up, like, the setting. Okay, we've got the star thing is eating this thing. We're all on a spaceship. We're going to Namek. Oh, no, the Namek's yeah. are uh, enslaved. Like, okay, yeah. we had a lot to do in It was, like, pretty me. boring time, but then in, in this movie, it's fun times where they're just, like, shopping and doing regular stuff, fish out of water stuff that we don't... See see them do often yeah i don't think this movie is a is a deep like good film at all i mean mo- these movies are just made to just be consumed and enjoyed i was gonna like, say i don't think any of them are really <laughs> no that amazing but i guess on the scale of them all it is not upper tier of you know 90s 80s dbz movies um really for me it is i like it i mean I, I'm, I'm, i might be really biased though just because of my memories with it <laughs> and that's fair i mean i'm not gonna fault you there and i'm not gonna argue with you that's your opinion and i, yeah. I like to hear that um, and dude i'm so surprised that the dub like we you and i <laughs> were saying like it's actually passable uh, it's enjoyable like it's you know me you know us we, we're japanese fans now through and through so we have to give credit where credit is due and if you like this dub version better hey that's okay by me yeah absolutely well, no, it's all okay by me if you like the dub anyway. I'm just saying, like, I understand this yeah. movie. Other movies I don't understand. I don't I don't take off your nostalgia glasses, but this one. Right. Give it a try. We gave it a try. I mean, I gave yeah. it a try. It's fine. You're not going to get hurt. It's fine. That red ribbon redneck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and yeah, this are our, our, my first instance of hearing curse words in Dragon Ball Z was this movie, too. Is like they, like, I think 13 says yeah. the word ass a couple times. And like, whoa, I'm. 13 years old at the time myself or whatever and so edgy like, oh my god this is awesome dragon ball z they swear in cartoons man <laughs> so adult they say, they say it's your granddad's dragon ball <laughs> oh geez well you think uh, you know gt you don't know gt you don't know oh, i knew that's where that was gonna go <laughs> uh we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna hear what you guys all had to say and uh we'll do that and some more all right sounds good All right, we're back, and we've got uh, your thoughts uh, on this movie. Uh, Doug, are you ready to hear these? I'm very curious, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to tell people up front, it's Loki watching time for me, and we're recording a little later, so we're going to zip through the end of the show. But <laughs> you have I a want, time limit? But you I get want, to see it at? <laughs> but I want, yeah, well, I mean, like, I got to go to bed soon. I want to see it too, but, oh, okay, you have a bedtime. I do have a bedtime. I'm an old man. <laughs> Uh, so we want to get through all of these because I love hearing what everybody else has to say. Uh, Michael at Metallics MT says, I really like the dub of this. It elevates a somewhat middling movie into something memorable. The androids hey. also have cool designs. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it did elevate it from what I saw. Like, yeah, it made it entertaining, like more so than like the bland 
characters that are introduced it's 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 good it's good and yeah i don't i don't read the um tweets that people reply to because i want to like hear them during the podcast but before you told me that some of them were mentioning the dub and i'm very like pleased to hear that we came to the same conclusion <laughs> i'm a, i do read them as they come in so like i am somewhat tainted <laughs> at least one of us has to <laughs> right I mean, I could just ignore it and be like, ah, whatever, I'll read those when the time comes. But, like, <laughs> I'm just always interested and I want to read what people have to say. Yeah. Uh, Jake Pay, Jake Pay 16 says, really like the location of the fights. Never seen snow and Dragon Ball up to this point, except for <laughs> Muscle Tower and OG Dragon Ball. The fights were fun and the plot was entertaining. Also, Goku absorbing the spirit bomb is and always will be terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really sarcastic for a second about the location, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> we also had DBZ Movie 2, which takes place in a very snowy region. But I guess most of the fights in that movie take place indoors in like the yeah, lab that's, and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Nate Ming says, It's always nice to giving the main players individual opponents and individual fights. In most Z-movies afterwards, they're just one main bad guy. And even when there are henchmen, like in BoJack, the main character just takes them all out, like in BoJack. So, yeah, it's nice that they all get to have their own fights, and then they get to finish it. Trunks has, has his one-on-one, Vegeta has his one-on-one, and they each respectively yeah, win. true. Rather than like, oh, we can't do it, we gotta wait for Goku, or whatever else is gonna happen. Yeah, to, I didn't to think about this. that, but that, that is true. I have my own theories about movie nine but we'll get there when we get there hell yeah uh lum ranma yasha says the dub dialogue elevates this movie from a forgettable chore to a fun time adding yeah so much more characterization to his blank slate villains android 13 southern trucker accent and dialogue is particularly gold quote don't you lecture me with your 30 dollar haircut <laughs> goku dies Dude, I'm, I, I'm, I honestly don't read the, <laughs> these tweets. That is like word for word what I was saying <laughs> throughout this podcast. What? That's awesome. Um, Wesley Wonderland says, The fact that we have more androids is fun, but the best part has to be Super Saiyan Spirit Bomb Absorbed Goku. That face, man. Like, yeah, yeah, like I love that they like came up with their own creative way to use the Spirit Bomb, at least. It's just the final punch that was boring, but you know, the idea was awesome. To absorb it. Uh, Ian, uh, at CypherDB, says, It has the dubious distinction of being the worst movie with Dragon Ball Z in the title. Oof, Ian, coming in with the hot take. Nice. Do it, man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'll admit it's not great, but, like, I found stuff to like about it, and I'm bummed that you you, uh, think it's the worst. I'm still not sure if I'm just incredibly biased, because it's, like, my first movie, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this is like peak Dragon Ball Z popularity too, because it's like the androids and cell stuff, so everyone was on board. So this is like what everyone remembers, like uh, character wise. Like this is the, the time period that Gohan looks like he's supposed to look. You know what I mean? Yeah, I watched this one a lot in like eighth, ninth, tenth grade. So like I also probably have a bit of a bias, but like yeah, going back and watching these, this one's definitely better than movie six. So and I had the the edited version, so I didn't even see like a lot of the the nut punches that it, like you freeze frame <laughs> and see the nut punch, like the blood that. Tr- down Trunks' head as he's doing that oh, no yeah. look slice. That's not in the dub. I don't. I mean, the, on the edited version, I think. Yeah, I don't have it to to cross check, but I believe you. I mean, that's usually something they were trying to to keep out of there. So I bought the, like fr- I almost like framed my copy of that DVD just like this is the first <laughs> thing I ever bought. You should. Uh, ono Kroll says, if Bio Broly didn't exist, it would be my least favorite movie of DBZ. I think it's really boring, and the wow. only memorable thing about it is the Genki Dama scene. The androids in this movie are really forgettable, especially the blue with red hair version of Android 13. 
<laughs> yeah, again, the, the, I'm so split it on the... It goes downhill the, there. I'm so split on the look of, like, the complete 13, like, the Super Android 13, but it's a cool character. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know about the... Yeah, no, they are kind of unforgettable, the 14 and 15. Yeah. No, they're not forgettable. They're so unique. One short, <laughs> one's big. I don't know. I'm so confused, but I can see what they're talking about. <laughs> we're just in the heat of the moment. We just watched it, so we're like, hell yeah. Yeah. John Rogers' Magic Box 67 says, The late Shinsuke Kikuchi's music elevates any film it touches. Some of the greatest background music in all of Dragon Ball comes from this movie. The slow piece that builds as the Genkidama forms is unforgettable, and Trunks' yeah. In the Future, You Don't Exist line is a great yeah. moment. Yeah! Yes, that, that moment was so great. I really love that. And then you cut to the end of the movie with the credits, and it's like the, ah! <laughs> the straight-up rip-off. I sang along. It was good times. <laughs> Uh, looking at uh, Konzenshu's page for this movie, there's specifically like a, a table of all the musical pieces in the film, which is not usually mm-hmm. a thing that they have cataloged here. So I really? assume that, yeah, this movie has to be origination of a lot of music that later shows up in other stuff. So Maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. So yeah, that's that's all of that. Doug, are you ready for some quick, quick trivia here? Even quicker, because I already answered one correctly, didn't I? Well, we'll see. So, uh, the trivia <laughs> I'll, is... I'm going to forget. Which one is 14 and which one is 15? Uh, 14 is the small one. 15 is the big one. Got it. Nailed it. You would be right. You would also be wrong. What? So, officially, 14 is the larger one. 15 is the smaller one. But I want to tell you something. What do you mean, uh, officially? Go on. So, I'm going to tell you right here. Uh, taking it straight from Konzenshu. While not contributing to the movie's story development, original author Akira Toriyama provided original character designs for the three artificial humans, which were later printed in the gallery of Akira Toriyama section of Daisenshu 6. The section notes that at the time of Toriyama's designs, the names of 14 and 15 were reversed. However, the two names were later swapped by the animation staff for unspecified story development reasons. Oh, interesting. That's, yeah, Why? Yeah. But no, that, that's a good nugget of uh, trivia, though. I like that. Right, yeah. It's a good one. I wouldn't have known otherwise. I literally was just 100%. No, the short one is 14. I don't know why. I think like I associated, nope. okay, the tiny mixed the it tiny up. one is tiny, <laughs> but he was made first. It makes him special. Uh, but you also have that reversed, because 14 is the large one, 15 is the small one. No. Yeah. You just explained it. The, in the OG, the 14, 14 is the tiny one. Yeah, that's was what the big Toriyama one. wrote, and then the oh. animation staff changed it to 14 is the big one, and 15 is oh, the small one. my guess was the Toriyama one. Your guess is the Toriyama one, yes, which is why I was yeah, like, you yeah, were yeah. right, but you'd also be wrong. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So I'm, I'm like wrong on official status, though. Uh, correct. Yeah, but yeah, okay. by, in Toriyama's book, you got it. Nice. Thank you, Toriyama. <laughs> He's got your back. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. Well, that's where we're going to wrap it up. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out and giving us your thoughts on this. Uh, next up is uh, the first Broly movie. Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, we'll have a lot to say on that one. It's also the longest out of those original movies. So, Right, right. It'll be a trip. Um, it will be. You can tweet at us at we got a pod. You can email us at we got a pod at gmail.com. Uh, Doug, new chapter of Super is going to be out uh, six days from now. Uh, oh, from I've heard recording. of Super. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should really. That's awesome. Goodbye, catch up. everyone. <laughs> well, first, we have to thank Rifty uh, for letting us use his track, Kakarot Theme Lo Fi Hip Hop Trap Remix. Thank you, um, thank you. Thank you to sponsors. Doug, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, Jabaz Doug on everywhere you can think of about you. At everywhere. Uh, that's great. Um, I'm at Saber underscore Breaker. Uh, I'm doing some art Still right now. Still change that, huh? No, I mean, I should. I'll figure something <laughs> out. Um, remember, please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Post a review. It super helps us out. Uh, and uh, yeah, stay tuned because we'll be back with you in a couple of weeks. To talk about Broly. Uh, can't cool. wait. Awesome. 
Check you later. Bye. See ya.